was about 13 years old, 14 maybe. This is when my dad was not living with us. He was living at my grandmother's house at the time. Um, he had just moved out, I think, of the family home. Maybe a year after he'd moved out of the family home. And um, he had been a bit ill. He'd got like the flu at one point. In fact, my, I used to go visit him like once a week or something at the house. He didn't live too far from us, like 15 mm -hmm. minute walk or something. And then like one time, like my grandma was like, I oh, don't come. He's a bit too ill at the moment. He's got like really bad flu. And then like we heard like stories um, that the flu had like developed quite a bit and like he had, had sort of gone into a slight delirium um, that he would like be like putting like his underwear on his head and like trying to like um, pick lock the house to get out of the house by like picking pick locking the door with a spoon and stuff like that um, and didn't really know what was going on. So they called a, um, called a GP in who said that he had a gastric flu or something. No, I don't know. But then, like, it got worse and worse. So then they called a second GP in, and they were like, no, 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 this is more serious. So I was in, in the bath at the time, and my middle brother, Christopher, come knocking on the door and was like, oh, like, news about Dad, he's got meningitis. Which was, like, you know, quite, like, a, a scary thing to hear. So we were like, oh, shit. That, I remember that was on a Wednesday, and he went to hospital then, and like it sort of seemed to get worse and worse and worse. We're getting updates, like how bad it's getting. And then on the Friday, he ran. You mean he was taken? He was taken to hospital. Yeah, sorry. Um, on the Friday, um, the hospital then phoned my mother and said he's going to die tonight, or there's a ninety percent chance that he's going to die tonight. Um, you need to come down with your son so he could say like his final goodbyes if you want to do that. So then, like my mum, then said like, Oh, that's oh. scary, I guess. You know, I didn't know what to feel. Like, my mum said, like, I've got some bad news. Like, he, he he's going to die. And I was like, uh, okay. Actually, like, I, 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 I cried a little bit, but not too much. I was just, like, more of, like, in shock. I didn't really know how to feel because, mm -hmm. to be honest, like, I never really had a great relationship with my dad at all when I was younger. Even when I was, like, a, a child. Like, I never really was that close with him. Even when he was living at the house. Like he was, not really. Like he was like quite close with like my brothers. Like he would take them to uh, football matches like each weekend, and they would go play football in a park or whatever. He'd like taught them how to ride bikes, and I I'd never had a bike. Like I and didn't teach me how to ride a bike and stuff like that. I wasn't in, interested in football, so we just had nothing to talk about. I'm still not interested in football. No, I just don't care. So I feel like I was very separated from my dad i had no like big okay. connection with him so when my mom said that he was going to die i don't know i just felt very empty i felt like i feel like i should be feeling a lot of emotion right now but no, i don't. don't like and then i kind of felt like guilty about that i didn't know what to really think so we went to the hospital and uh he was on a ward but he was in like a a separate room by himself on the ward like a room right at the end of the corridor you know uh, yeah I mean so you know like on the ward you have like separate rooms with like four or five people in like yeah one yeah I, I see that's why this separation looks a bit weird I mean they just put it there to die um but I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know why 
I, I think originally they put him in like this separate room so he doesn't like infect other mm-hmm. patients or whatever. I, I, I don't know. And it was only like a, oh, it was only a ninety percent. Ch- I mean, I say only, but they said it was a ninety percent chance that he would die in the night. Um, okay. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know why he was in that separate room, but he was in that separate room. Yeah. Um, but I remember like coming onto the ward and then like the the matron of the ward like the, the the head nurse of the ward was like oh he's he's in that room down there and then like walking down like the corridor toward like the room at the end i yeah. could see him like on the bed and he was like i don't know like a, like a zombie is the only way i can describe it really he like there was no coherence to him at all like he was just sort of like flopping around on the bed like just moaning literally like a zombie like a rabid zombie he was like foaming at the mouth and like just going like Ugh. like you couldn't you couldn't talk to him or anything you couldn't say anything he couldn't talk he was just yeah. literally like a zombie and like walking down toward the corridor like seeing him like that like i, I suddenly snapped and like threw myself against the wall and was like i can't i can't i can't go inside i can't i, I can't see and then like i broke down crying i was like i can't i can't see someone like that and then, like, the nurse, like, came over to me, and like, she's, like, this really big, like, classic, like, matronly woman, and, like, shoved my, my head in her bosom, and was like, oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> and, like, just being smothered by these really big boobs. And, like, I had never met this woman before, but she just, like, really hugged me really tightly, she's like, oh. Um, and then my mum was like, you've got, to, you've got to go say goodbye. So I went into the room, and, yeah, I, just, I, I didn't know what to do. He was just sort of, like, rolling around on the bed, yeah. like, foaming at the mouth and doing his zombie thing. And yeah, I was like really upset, but I don't think it was because of seeing my dad like that. I think it was like just seeing another human being like that. That's hate first to me as well. Like what sort of visual you were scared, not that it's your father. Yeah. Anyway, um so I'm in this hospital room with my with my dying father and my mother. And then she says, Okay, you've got to say goodbye. And I was like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like, say say goodbye to your father. Like, you're probably not going to see him again. So I was like, well... Goodbye. But yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like what do I do? I literally just say, see you later. Or not see you later. But like, <laughs> yeah, so so like, I just said like, bye, dad. <laughs> like, I felt so goofy doing it. It just felt like, what's the point of like saying... I didn't really think when people say they go and say their goodbyes that yeah. they literally say their goodbyes you just go and sort of you 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 know you do your final final thing like i've done it with like my grandmother and my father and my grandfather you go and see them and then that's yeah but that's it anyway he he, he didn't really realize i think that he, 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 you know, he, he, he didn't he didn't he didn't he didn't know anything so anyway like we we came back uh out of the hospital after i said like farewell or whatever on the way home on the way home, like, my mum was like, are you feeling, like, uh, I guess you're feeling quite sad, like, why don't we eat out tonight? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so she took me to KFC. Wow. <laughs> that, was, that was my first ever KFC. I never had KFC before that. And that was my first ever KFC. Yeah. Just a little side note of interest. Sure. Uh, Tower Burger, in case you're interested. Single Tower. Zinger. Zinger Tower Zinger. Burger. I've been maybe once in Kiosk. It's like a chicken breast with a hash brown and then like spicy sauce. Burger. It's a burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hash brown inside the burger. Yeah, it's like a hash brown on top of the on top of the bun. On top of the um, the breast. Well, it was alright. It was like hash brown. Anyway. 
so then yeah go home and like we're waiting for the phone call from the hospital to say like okay that's it he's um, died then it, it didn't come that night um didn't come on the saturday didn't come on a sunday eventually on a monday they said oh it looks like he's not going to die or like the 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 probability has dropped down to like 20 percent chance that he will die because he survived like the whole weekend it's like if he hasn't died by now then he's probably not gonna die and then i think after a couple of days he then sort of just slipped into a coma um and then remained in a coma for months I, I think it was months. I, 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 I don't have a clear memory of how long it is. I feel yeah. like it was like three or four months that he was in a coma. But maybe it was longer or shorter. I don't, know. I don't think it was longer, but it might have been shorter. But it was it was thereabouts, three or four months, yeah. maybe two or three or five or six or something. I don't, I don't, I don't really remember. And during that time, so like eventually, to end this little story, he... He, he pretty much fully recovered. He came out of the coma. He lost like loads and loads of weight because just like laying around in bed doing nothing, not eat, just being fed through like a drip. Like to see him on the bed was just to see a head on the pillow. Like yeah, he was so, yeah, yeah. so skinny. You, you, it looked like the bed was flat. You couldn't notice anything. Like it was like so, so skinny. But yeah, he came out of the coma. He sort of regained his strength, put on yes, weight again. You saw him at the wedding a couple of weeks ago. The only well, lasting damage that he had was he's now deaf in one ear. Well, that, that's and good. other than that, yeah, for considering what some people go through when they get meningitis. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's very common for people to, like, to lose hands or lose legs or whatever. But, and but Lose like... like amputate. Am- okay. I, I don't know what happens, what the reason is, but um, yeah, people like lose limbs through it. I don't know why or how but so yeah he is he is incredibly lucky that he just lost the hearing in one ear and only in one ear so and anyone yeah so yeah so yeah as is all's well it ends well i guess during that time i don't again i don't know why it's just like a weird like moment of snapping it's actually really cruel but i didn't really um so it was maybe two weeks after. It was maybe two weeks after the initial "he's gonna die" period when he went into the coma. Yeah. And I think like they had they had did decided. They, did they keep him in the hospital? They let him home and then were in coma. Or... No, no, no. He was in hospital during his during, coma time, okay. and he was in hospital long after he woke up. He had to regain his strength. He went into like a rehabilitation okay. unit, okay. and okay. I, 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 I think he spent like six or seven months in total in hospital if he was in a coma for four months yeah he was he's still in hospital for like a couple months after that yeah um he moved to different hospitals he was originally in greenwich hospital and then went to a hospital in dulwich and whatever yeah about two weeks after the initial he's not going to die thing Although they weren't really sure when he was in a coma, they were like, "He's not going to die," but we don't know what sort of state he's going to be in when he's yeah. come. When, if he comes out of the coma, what what's going to happen or whatever? But I was like, I had like a couple of weeks off school to deal with it. I went back to school, and I was in RE class, and um, this guy was like taunting me throughout the whole thing, <laughs> like being like a proper bully, like, and he was like the. I think I was in year eight at this point, but he looked and sounded and acted like he was in year 11 or something. He was like a, a 
boy that had grown up way before everyone else like he was like big and muscular and he was sort of like the kind of like the school bully not really the school bully but like he was someone that you didn't want to mess with yeah and he was yeah he was sort of like taunting me for, for whatever reason it's like really cruel I can't imagine like anyone why'd I do it now but he would be like he just throughout the whole class he'd be like ha ha Matt your dad's on his deathbed ha 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 and like, like sort of taunting me like uh, uh, this sort of stuff yeah and just being like oh Matt your dad's dead ha ha I got a phone call just now he died ha and at one moment I don't know I don't know what he said but he said something like that or just repeated the same stuff and I just snapped and I remember like I can't remember if I was like rubbing something out or like had a pencil, whatever I had in my hand at the time, I just like threw right at his head. And then he was like, we were sitting on tables of like two by two. Yeah. And he was sitting, I think two tables ahead of me. So like I lobbed whatever I had in my hand, a rubber or whatever pencil at his head, then jumped up and then just like leapt over the tables and like landed right on top of him. (laughs) Nice. And then got him in a headlock and just like <laughs> punching his head in his. I was like basically sitting on his lap with his head in a headlock and then just like Punch smacking his head, just going mental like jackhammering his head. And then I think I sort of realised what I was doing, and you got a reputation after that. Well, I thought like, oh my god, like he is like twice the size of me <laughs> like when if he what after he comes down from the shock like he he can just stand up and just eat me if he wants to and then i just sort of like stopped and then like a uh, i think i just like grabbed my bag and my coat and like stormed out of the class and but i was, was going, it in my actual class yeah it was in the classroom oh, yeah, yeah, in, in the middle yeah, yeah. um and the teacher didn't do anything i can't i can't remember i can't remember what the teacher during the whole taunting thing i, I can't remember what the teacher was i don't remember i don't remember her oh. presence at all she I guess she didn't do anything because he was still continuing. So yeah, I grabbed my stuff and then like walked out and I was walking across the playground and then I heard him come out and shout, Matt, Matt, come here. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> it's just time for a big beat down in the middle of the playground. And like he come running over to me and he put his arm around me. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. And started hugging me. <laughs> and then I just like squeezed me like really tight. Like, I'm so sorry, Matt. I'm so sorry. And then a teacher came out and saw us like hugging in the playground. And then she started to cry and she was like, oh, it's just so sad, but it's so beautiful. And then she came over and started hugging me as well. <laughs> just like I was like standing there, like mild shocked. At first of all, I just like attacked like this bully guy, and now he's just like hugging me, like close to tears. My RE teacher, who I kind of hated, my RE teacher as well, was like also like hugging both of us, like crying on my head. And I was like, what is this situation? And then she was like, just just go home. Like you just need to go home right now. Just just go calm down, relax. Like I'll I'll talk to the head teacher. Like don't worry about it. Just just go home. So then I just went home and watch some cartoons or whatever yeah just another day off yeah (laughs) nice but then like i think like the next day or at some point like i remember like going to a bus stop in my area to get a bus somewhere and um this girl was like aren't you your name's matthew right never seen this girl before and i was like yeah yeah. um and she was like and you you know russell don't you and i was like yeah she's like you you're you're the guy that beat up russell right (laughs) i was like i didn't beat him up she's like no i heard about it i heard about it so yeah, nice. I did. I did get you like a slight reputation. reputation. Yeah. Nice, respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For like a good like couple of years after that, I was I was feeding off that for, yeah, until I left that school. But 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 after that, he was always nothing but really really sweet toward me as well. Yeah, but like, I think one... he was fine with the with that reputation. He became one of my good friends actually after that. It's very strange, yeah.